0: Hello and welcome to another surprise talking bollocks. I say another, it's been a long time since I've done one of these. It's a special. It's a between episodes. Oh, something extra's just arrived in my podcast. Sorry? Player. Yeah, that's the one. Something's not going to arrive in your podcast, is it? That'd be. Uh, sounds painful, actually, doesn't it? Anywho, um, today's guest is. Um, uh, who He is now my good friend Brandon Batic. We um, uh, Well, Brandon got me on his podcast The Excellent Disturbing the Priest Go and subscribe and come back Okay, you've done that Great um, And um, I did his podcast And uh, really enjoyed it He's a fellow uh, Metler, fellow thrasher Fellow comedian There is a good few years between us um, But uh, you know, our, our experiences uh, would appear to be uh, fairly similar, to be honest. And um, certainly uh, we uh, we agree on quite a few things to do with metal. Now, um, I'll have already written in the description that um, we, we accidentally ended up doing um, a review of um, Metallica 72 Seasons. And that is, ex- well, you'll hear this all play out. We literally... We're just pinging around all over the place, discussing all sorts. I'm trying to get a narrative to the interview going, but there's no chance because we both keep just going off all over the place. But this was great fun to do. Hope it's great fun to listen to. Here's Brandon. And don't forget to subscribe to Disturbing the Priest. Here we are. What have you been doing with yourself since we last spoke?
1: Um, I've just been so busy. I've been doing a lot of comedy stuff. I was house sitting on top of all that, which, you know, I'm not trying right. to, you know, do podcasting at someone else's house or something, you know,
0: <laughs> rather yeah. be
1: here with the records behind me, you know, got my nice mic here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's tradition. We talk every 10 days, you know,
0: it's, it's getting that way really, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it really um, has. yeah, yeah. We've, um, we, we, we've become, um, best metal comedy chums um uh it it's it's cool honestly i i so enjoyed um our our first interview where it was just all comedy um that was just yeah it's just not something i get to do very often because people just want to talk to me about music and that's it i've spent 22 years being a stand-up comedian and all people want to talk about are some albums that I released when I was a teenager, <laughs> yeah, Incl- including yeah. yourself, mate. I, but you know, shit happens. At least you wanted to talk about the new one as well. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, her, of course. Yeah. I try to like, you know, because because I I have a podcast too, and I try to do yes. that. Sometimes, Great name, I hate... by the way. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It comes from uh, um, "Born Again" from Black Sabbath. Yeah. Because originally my podcast, it was supposed to be a doom metal podcast. Oh, right. But for some reason, you know, thrash guys just love doing interviews. (laughs) (laughs) I just cannot get any doom bands on. I've tried. Okay. I just said, fuck it. And I just, uh, I I reached out to toxic.
0: Well, that's that. This is my, this is my theory, right? Doom, right? Doom is, 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 is metal's version of goth, because goth is not metal. Yeah. It's 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 its own thing. Um, and I think Doom is as close as we get to goth. And what I'm getting at is that people who play Doom metal usually don't do it with a smile on their face, and they're backlit and they don't do meet and greets. And this is basically what I'm getting to is there's a certain kind of musician person who plays doom metal and um, you know that leads to not hearing many doom <laughs> student interviews that's, you're my, are, you're that's my own crackpot right. theory I'd like, I'd like to put that out there
1: I think that's a very accurate theory I, only, I also think like thrash is like it's a very tight knit community too yeah. like it's a very social thing where doom is very you know isolated, sad depressed so of <laughs> course I feel like You're not going to get people wanting to, like, you know, talk on a podcast.
0: I can only speak as I find. And the one soul doom musician that I know is a complete and total misanthrope. Um, um, And um, without wanting to sound like a twat, which basically means um, they hate people um and they're not very good with people uh bearing in mind bearing in mind friend of mine uh uh yeah but so you know it uh, happily release albums and never play a fucking gig yeah so yeah yeah, it's um and he's quite a solitary chap so yeah Hmm.
1: i don't know just with doom metal's weird you know what i mean like some some guys i did yeah I've interviewed Hello, a couple mean? bands. I, I got some local guys because local guys, you know, they want the exposure, the exposure, you know? Ah, yeah, the exposure. You, <laughs> see, about, yeah. you see, you can't be doing that
0: because <laughs> when a promoter writes to you and says, hey, I'm going to pay you very little, but, you know, it'll be great exposure out here in bumfuck yeah. Illinois, you know, because the local newspaper is going to come down and review it. So your career is fucking set. Uh, and that's why we're going to pay you $5,
1: you know, is, that's that's my favorite comedy book or they're like listen like we'll yeah. we'll give you some time but like i'm paying you in the exposure it's like yeah okay <laughs>
0: yeah you're getting time to to hone your craft it's like it's like when promoters say well, we haven't got much money but we're you know we'll really look after you and it's like oh no that's okay we'll just take the money thanks yeah you know it, it, it's like well to be honest being really well looked after was kind of what we expected along with the money not instead of it
1: <laughs> yeah um but sorry
0: yeah. uh so, sorry we're, we're 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 going off you were saying you were saying you got some local bands on
1: yeah yeah well that's very classic i feel like even with uh when i had you on we kept we were talking about like megadeth and stuff. it took us so long to actually start talking about acid rain <laughs> uh, oh
0: absolutely like you know to, to two comedians trying to have a conversation about about one topic that's not
1: comedy forget it it's hard it's very hard yeah but but yeah i had this uh this so i got some local guys on and the one guy this took forever and i'm like you know what forget doom you know i'm just gonna focus on thrash right now (laughs) i got bobby liebling of pentagram on Uh, Um, right
0: okay well well done
1: Thank you. So, so the interview, so it was like two months in the making, just because of technical issues, things going on with Bobby getting kicked. He got kicked out of his house, you know, trying to get him on. I, I literally got this thing where you click a link and you're just in it. You know, it's not even zoom. It's like the easiest thing ever. And, and he couldn't figure it out. I think he was using like a flip phone or something. I'm like, forget right. it. So yeah. so yeah. we ended up just doing the interview on Facebook Messenger. So if you yep. if you watch the interview, I'm super pixelated because I had to take that little window I'm in and just blow it up. And, and, and I'm oh, quiet. Man. The whole thing's on Facebook. So, but, Brilliant. you know, you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do. So I'm yeah. like, you know, what? I'm sticking to thrash
0: yeah I, well, but like you were saying about it being a, a tight-knit community um guaranteed usually if i'm if i'm interviewing somebody from a thrash band um it doesn't matter what country they're from someone's going to come up come up in the conversation we both know and that means just like no as in that person would be like oh you two guys hey you know it's like it, it, it's it it's true, you know, and especially when you've been around, you know, since the beginning of thrash time, like I have. I mean, you know, we had a first album out in nineteen eighty eight. That's, yeah. I mean, okay, you know, it's it, it's 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 late, yeah, you know, compared to the big four and everybody else, but you know, we were uh, we you know, we were playing catch up. But uh, anyway, fuck it. Yeah, well, UK better.
1: big four, you know. Like that's something, you know, as you called it a microscopic four. (laughs) Yeah. But I think like, it's still a, it's a big four of a scene. You know what I mean? And I think that's still like a huge accomplishment, um, especially in just like the legacy of thrash metal, you know what I mean? Thank
0: you very much. And, and yeah, do you know what? I, I, uh, I I, I laugh about it and all the rest of it, but um, it is, it is, you know, and you know, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm single. I live alone. I've done for the last, I mean, for the last fifteen years. I mean, I haven't been single for fifteen years. Fucking hell! Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I find myself single. I have, I've never been married. I don't have any children. Um, you know, and I, getting on in years, I, I I do you know think that you know most people's legacy is leaving another version of them behind well, I won't be doing that. So for me, my legacy, you know, to the world that I was here is, is my music. And that's, you know, that's that it, it, it becomes, you know, possibly more important later in life and things like being in the, you know, the UK big four and, and all the rest of it. Um, I do find myself thinking about it occasionally and I find it sort of, popping into my thoughts way, way more than, than it used to. Um, But, you know, that's maybe just a time of life thing, but um, I do, I do, I do appreciate it. I do. I really, really do appreciate it. You know, I do, I do look back on, you know, what we did and what we've done and what we're doing and, and it's all with it, you know, with immense pride, I have to say. And, you know, I don't, I don't take it lightly.
1: Yeah, and it's just such an amazing accomplishment. I think the reason you're able to do that is because, you know, you know, we're talking like 88, like 2023, you know, so much time has passed, and you can really look back at it now instead of be like, I'm in it, I'm still in it. You know, and it's not like thrash metal's dead or anything, but you've seen it die and then come back. You know, it's had a full life cycle at this point. Yeah. So it is it is must be cool to look back at it and be like, okay, that you know it's, it's a piece of history it, it is definitely most definitely a piece of music history right there you know and it's really cool and it's definitely i think to cherish and that's why like i do like just like this podcast you know comedy it's all about trying to like leave a, a legacy and have a print yeah on things yeah. you know yeah I, I was
0: um art lifestyle i guess you know I, I was always just like you know my my ego was just chasing more, more, more <laughs> all the time. That's um that's usually you know how performers work. Um, yeah. But um, so how long have you um how long have you been podcasting now?
1: Oh my god! So uh, um, I've been doing it like a year now. Right. Um. So I started out as like a discussion podcast. I I really started. It was just me on a mic, no video or anything, just hang talking on, about.
0: Can I just stop you there, right? Okay. So it started out as a discussion podcast. It was going to be a doom metal podcast. So it was
1: a discussion about doom metal. All right, let Uh, me give you the whole timeline right right, here. Here's the whole timeline of the podcast. It started as just me on a mic, you know, no video, no nothing. And I'd have a different topic every time. Like the first, my literally the first episode of Disturbing the Priest is just called The Birth of Heavy Metal. And I just give my thoughts on like Black Sabbath, heavy metal, that whole thing. Yeah. I have uh, album reviews. I did a whole retrospective on the album Dope Smoker by Sleep. And then from there, I jumped onto Zoom. But instead of interviewing artists, I had other comedians come on and we like debated stuff like prog metal discussion Oh, I, I have a I have a video which is like you know, great bands that lost their mojo, you know what I mean? Like great right. bands that kind of went to shit. That's so Um, true. and then I'm like, you know what? I I am done talking with comics. They're <laughs> they're impossible to schedule, they are yeah. so inconsistent. So I'm yeah. like, you know what, I'm just gonna stick with musicians. I reached out to several Doom bands, no one got back to me. I was and I was listening to Toxic a bunch because Dismorta came out, their third record. So I'm like, you know what. Why not? You know, there's no way they're it's, gonna get back to me. It's
0: insane that that record. Absolutely, I burst out Very laughing. Good. I burst out laughing when I first heard it. Oh yeah, why? Uh, yeah, well, because it's fucking nuts. That's why. I mean, come on, musically, yeah. it's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's, it, it, I honestly, I, I was like, this is this sounds like the music. This sounds like the soundtrack to like some some thrash metal game that has just come out. And it's like, so
1: wild uh, and, and yeah, that's something that's a whole nother can of worms about that's a whole discussion topic alone like thrash yeah. bands that have just made such an awesome comeback you know and i would put acid rain in that category too you know oh, and i and i feel it. no no i'm yes. serious uh because because <sighs> you listen to you listen to toxic you listen to their new record and that's their third album you know what i mean it's like yeah. and the gap is insane Yeah, and then you listen to it and it's like holy shit yeah like this came out in 2023 (laughs) like almost 30 like pretty much 30 years yeah after the last one and it fucking kicks ass how did they pull that off and it was crazy so i I, I, I well a a
0: shout out to vomitory who have just done the same. They haven't brought an album. They haven't done the album for 12 years. Uh, the, the band's been on hiatus and they've come back and the album absolutely fucking slays. Vomitory. It's, yeah. Yeah. Never and, heard of um, it. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, it's death metal, but occasionally there's, um, there's kind of like early creative vibes. Ooh. like pleasure to kill vibes you know what i mean because there's a whole other fucking discussion on like pleasure to kill is that a death yeah, metal record it, yes it is is it a thrash metal yes it just turns out it's both you know yeah <laughs> we didn't know it at the time we do now um yeah but but yeah so shout out <laughs> to vomitory so you got in touch with toxic
1: yeah cool vomit that i'll check them out and also uh, uh i like, think yeah. slammer's put out a new record too slammer and they yeah i believe they're putting out a new album really they just reunited yeah fucking hell well you're you're telling me i was completely unaware of this i am 80 percent sure they're they're working on material because i know they just reunited i actually reached out to them too i'm like yo uh pretty sick and they're like yeah we're not doing interviews or anything but we are like we're we just reunited we're back in the studio so i'm like oh sweet you know so, so very exciting, you know, and I love Slammer's first record. Um, but and I hope that's true. I really hope, uh, I remember that, remembering that correctly because that'd be well, sweet. But
0: let, let me just let me just check. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, yeah,
1: go check real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what's so like...
1: nice. That's what's so nice about you. You know, you have not only are you a comic, but you have ins to the, the industry here. You know, you can just. A few well, taps on your screen and find things out personally. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's um.
1: This is your scene we're talking about. Oh well, I, I well UK scene, I guess. Yeah, yeah the, the UK, UK scene, scene
0: is definitely um. Right, let's have a look. Um, so yeah, I can ping a message across. Um, but um, I, yeah, I, I I I hadn't heard um yeah i hadn't heard that they brought anything new out or they'll bring it i don't app.
1: nothing's out currently i just right. i'm pretty sure they're like because they just reunited
0: that's right yeah 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 um i well I, all i knew was uh, all i
1: knew was that uh
0: they were um they were planning some shows so yeah i'll
1: uh i'll let you know yeah please do <laughs> um but yeah so all right toxic all yeah. right so i reach out and uh they get back to me and they're like, yeah, uh, we'll have the whole band on. I'm like, wow. what? I'm like, are you kidding me? So that first interview I did, I was kind of like shitting myself a little bit cause it was like, and I had oh, technical yeah. difficulties in the beginning too. And I had to like restart my computer as oh. they were all in the, the zoom call. So I was like, oh, Jesus man. Christ. But yeah, it was like a, like a 40 minute interview. I think, you know, it was, it worked out fine. It was like, five of the members in the the call it was insane it was like the first official interview with the new lineup too
0: yeah it's 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 too many you better i mean i i don't mind doing a band if it's face to face but on zoom i'm always like like look two two members is fine that's three people trying to speak yeah you know any more than that and especially on zoom with Everybody, you know, latency of everybody's internet connections, are always different. You get, and the thing is with Zoom as well. And when you record it, if you, if someone's speaking, if other people start speaking, it affects the the quality of the recording. So you yeah. know, as you know, being on Zoom, you know, when when you get multiple windows, they all start, you know, they all pick up a sound, and it. So whoever is speaking, that gets affected as well. So yeah. It's um, it's a nightmare, man. We got the whole band. Well done.
1: Yeah, well, it was it was sick, and like we we did talk about dismorta and like you know some '80s stuff, and it was awesome. But like, I was really shitting myself during that interview, you know, because it was like just talking to comics, you know, I talked to in in my local scene, and now I'm just like hanging out with Toxic. <laughs> so I was like, Jesus Christ! But then from there, you know, you know, after r- the one after that was like Brian Tatler. You know, I'm like, if I, I'm like, if I can do this,
0: you yeah. know what
1: I mean? I'm, I'm fine. And, a, and everything after that has been nothing. You know, that, That's I mean?
0: that's really weird. Brian is on my weird list of, um, I've gigged with him, but I haven't had him on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. we play a cool Diamond. dude. We played with Diamond Head, um, in, well, the first five dates of the, um, uh, the Age of Entitlement World Tour, which then obviously ran straight into the pandemic. Um, but yeah, we played. We yeah, we played with them up in. Um, get this, we played in December at the seaside town of Scarborough in a teepee.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, it was bizarre. Diamondhead was also planning in a, a teepee.
0: Yeah, they were. Uh, they were headlining. We were. Um, underneath them, and I think there was one or two bands on early as wow. well. Bizarre, it was just bizarre, really, really weird. But hey, there you go. So yeah, Brian Tatler—that's wild. So yeah, and and did that did that lead down the thrash route then, or you know,
1: yeah, because it's like you know, Brian Tatler, you know, that's like a precursor to thrash right there. You know, Lightning yeah. to the Nations, legendary, one of the maybe arguably like a top. Three new wave of British heavy metal album. I think it's like a perfect front to back album, like, extremely consistently good, extremely underrated band. Um, and and the fact that they're like playing in a teepee, you know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah, it was fun, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> um, but it, you know, from there, it's like, you know, I'm just gonna, it looks like th- the thrash guys, you know, are chill. And I'm super into thrash metal. You know, like I love doom metal, but like, like what can I say? You know, I I love thrash metal. It's a, it's a top. It's, it might be my favorite subgenre of metal. So it's like, you know, I'm just gonna keep going down this rabbit hole, and I still am till this day, pretty much. And I think what I'm trying to do is get as many thrash guys as I can, and then I'm gonna be like, okay, now I'm gonna move to. A different subgenre of metal and just keep kind of like just trying to get as many different scenes and sounds on my show yeah. as possible. That's why like I was really trying to get Las Rocket on, because it's like that would be insane. Like Michael Coons or that, something. How's that
0: going? Is it gonna happen?
1: No, it isn't. Shit. I, I was in talks oh. with your guy and uh yeah. and there was one point where he's like, Yeah, I can get like all three of them on. I'm like, whoa, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, and I was going to have him on too, so it'd be like the four of us. Um, but I, yeah, get,
0: so get it, mate. Get him on. Get get Mark on. Oh yeah, I've I've had him on the Motorcast. He he um designed. He was Moathead's designer for the last few albums. Wow, he, he, I didn't know he, that. Yeah, yeah. He worked with um he worked with Lemmy personally. Um, I, I, he went to Lemmy's funeral, I think. Um, and also he knows all of metallica he um he's the one who connected me with jason Newstead. i he, saw that yeah and i mean he painted testament slash they were called legacy back then he painted their first backdrop um wow load, and and like loads of people know him um he's like it, it, it's because like you know obviously jason knows him but he's he's been around the scene since the very very beginning so he can take you way back to like watching exodus in Ruthie's Inn, you know with Kirk hammer watching you know mustaine and 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 hetfield together you know all of that um he oh Insane. you've got to have i mate i i think i had him on um i did a christmas special two ninety two 90 minute Christmas special, part one and part two. I gave I gave my listeners three hours of content, so they didn't have to listen to their families over Christmas. <laughs> they could just listen to tales awesome. about from the Bay Area. So, um, oh yeah, make sure
1: you do, man. I I, I definitely will. Uh, that's so cool, and I had no idea. You know, because oh, yeah. a lot of this stuff, like, He's like again, in like, history. oh, actually, like
0: funnily enough, hang on, this, how bizarre is this? This fortieth anniversary, jump in the fire sweatshirt oh yeah that was designed by mark oh no shit yeah these these were, oh, for, wow. these were for sale at the at the 40th anniversary
1: gigs in san francisco ah oh, i wish i wish i was there
0: and um that's and awesome yeah, and and um they asked him to design um some some merch for them which you know which he did way back and yeah, oh, yeah i'll let him tell you about it
1: oh yeah i i can't wait to reach out to him that's that's what's uh interesting about doing like especially for me you know i i'm 25 you know Good what i god. mean god
0: should be illegal
1: <laughs> i know
0: i mean are you allowed to do this you're allowed to have a podcast i <laughs>
1: think so i might have to sign yeah. a couple of papers uh, have you asked your parents <laughs> <laughs> i do have yeah. a permission slip so oh, that's good that's good <laughs> looks like there, i'm good to go
0: as long as there's a chaperone in the room with you that's the main thing
1: yeah <laughs> i have someone in the corner over there so we're absolutely up. we yeah. are all set but yeah the yeah. thing I'm, I'm playing a lot of catch-up with a lot of these bands yeah. you know What i mean yeah. and like absolutely. even like just learning about scenes and stuff it's like i have nothing i was i can't even fathom what it was like well, so that's where a lot of my questions come from. Yeah. Of like trying to just get a grip on what a scene looked like, you know, the early days of a band, because like I wasn't even there for like some of these bands, like, you know, most of the, the is getting released. I wasn't even yes. a thought. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I mean, like, well,
0: well, some of some of the by the time you got into Thrash, some of the some of the great albums have already been like remastered, some remixed and some re recorded.
1: <laughs> like, like yeah, like rust yeah, re yeah. You're right, you're right. Like bonded by blood, you know what I mean. And even uh, Rust and Peace has been remastered. I yeah. feel first, killing, killing, Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Lots of jetsam there. Oh yeah, album, oh, re-recorded. Jesus. I mean, it's like yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. Actually, it was like what thrash bands have re-recorded albums, and it's actually been you know an improvement. And I am just thinking, it's like it, it, it. Do you none. think it is? It's it's, it's none. It's no, none of them have have really,
1: you know, improved it at all. But... Who who prefers like who who's listening? Uh, yeah, exactly. No place for disgrace. And be like, yo, put on the 2014 version. That's way better. Yeah, because they played all cool. like a little slower, you know, and it all has the same. Like, I feel like production back then, especially like the guitar tones. Yeah, were very. It's like all right, that's flotsam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Where? and the
0: the, the 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 suicidal tendencies re-recording of their first album. I mean, the first album is an absolute classic, and the re-recording of it is is just a not needed. I mean, don't get me wrong. You've always got the first album, you know. I'm not I'm not saying bands shouldn't do it. Feel free if you want to do it because the original already exists. It's yeah. not instead of. It's as well
1: as. It's you can just, cover your own music, you know. What it's, I mean?
0: Yeah, it's just don't don't rate any of them, and the and the first suicidals that the the re-recording that is just horrible.
1: It's I, I don't think I'll ever listen to it. Don't, don't. I won't. Do
0: yourself a favor. <laughs> so no, I, I but but I, I get it because as you were speaking then about like you know like how you know you getting into thrash, and I'm thinking well obviously when I got into thrash it was like you know when it was happening. Um. So we you know. We were discovering, you know, initially a band every few months and a band a month then a band a week. And then, yeah, you know, and then, yeah, all of a sudden, right, yeah, we're hearing all sorts and all sorts of stuff is coming out. Record labels are forming. Yeah. Um, you know, Majors are starting to sniff around after bands have done two or three albums now. And, you know, Thrash is coming into the mainstream. Mega Metal Kerrang! There was a whole edition Kerang, of Kerrang! just yeah. for Thrash. There was Mega Metal Kerrang! which was just separate. That was pure Thrash. Um, and um, and also, one edition had a center spread poster of the topless Doro Pesh. I mean, these were the times to be alive. Um so, um, you know, it, 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 and then you know these were these are you know burgeoning scenes forming, and and everywhere you went, it was a case of like you know right oh like you know they 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 like they like thrash metal here then you know lots of people have turned out oh less people have turned out here and you know you you it's just it was incredible it really was it really was and especially playing with so many american bands that we did that we i mean i went to see nuclear assault in Mm. sheffield university and um 13 months later i was on the road with them supporting them that's awesome you know and it's like fucking hell yeah that's dreams come true shit right there and um but it was it it was really cool because it's like you know we played with let's like said, loads of American bands, Flotsons, Death Angel, Nuclear Assault, Dark Angel, um, all sorts. And um there was it, it, there was never a kind of like, oh look, here, here come these sort of, you know, here come the Brits, bit late to this, aren't you? You know, or here, <laughs> here come the youngsters, only a few years younger than some of them, but you know, oh, you know, here, here they go. oh yeah, you know. it was all just on a on a on a level you know I, they were all yeah i, I remember we played a, a few songs off the fear we did um uh, we played with exodus on the fabulous disaster tour and, oh wow yeah i know amazing Damn. but it was be, it was before the fear came out and then when they came back they went to europe they did a whole load of dates then when they came back the fear was out so we we picked up support on the rest of the uk tour uh, and the first night after we came off stage, I remember uh, Zach and um, Gary coming into our dressing room and and just going to us, "Fuck yeah, guys! Wow, those new songs, the fear, man!" And they were just they were they were like, "That
1: is awesome!"
0: You know, they were like, "Fucking rocks, man!" Hey, I remember I remember Zach going, "H, you whale, man, you whale," <laughs> which is a compliment, apparently. <laughs> um that was yeah it was it was wow yeah it was really like wow you know um and then just to think about where you are you know so much further down the line and it's like you know thrash has died and come back again by the time you discover it you know we are you and i complete opposite ends of this this thrash metal scale but um clearly no less passionate i mean for me it's my it, it, it's my you know drug of choice it's it is my genre of choice everything else is secondary um pretty much I mean don't get me wrong I can absolutely adore love you know worship music of other genres but there's a part of me that gets for want of a better phrase triggered <laughs> when I um <laughs> when I, when I when I hear thrash being done well and you know and I'm I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I kind of just, it, it, there's just something inside me that just goes, yep. <laughs> and <laughs> leaps around like a child that just, you know, nothing else does it for me. Yeah.
1: yeah and, and like, same, same with me, like a, a good riff or like just a good hook. It's like, damn, there's something about thrash metal that just like something awakens in me. And you just want to like, just yeah. tear the room apart. And it's like no other music. You know, yeah. some death metal, but like, so there's something about thrash that's so special. Um That's so interesting what you were saying, how it's like both ends of the spectrum right here. Because, you know, I and I say this a, a bunch of my podcasts, but it's like, you know, a lot of times when you get into music back in the day, it was like it, it depended on what your record store had. It depended on where you were, what scene you, you was around you. Mm-hmm. Now you just pay a monthly fee go on an app yeah and they go here is 500 thrash metal bands you know have fun yeah yeah and that's that's how i got into like you know acid rain zentrix slammer uh like all you know that whole scene and and even like you know tankard and really started to dig down sodom uh but it all started it all for me it all started with metallica and yeah. I'm like, it's, all right. Okay. And well, do you know, I, well, do you know? Do you know what? Let, was.
0: Let, let me let me stop you there. Okay. Same here. All those years. All those years later. Same here. All started with Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for uh, anybody wondering why I keep so picking up my uh, my cushion here, <laughs> um, I have uh, certain birds that get onto my balcony that I have to throw cushions at to make oh my them go God. away. Otherwise, they just <laughs> shit all over. With pigeons, basically, uh, <laughs> and if I don't, they just shit all over the balcony.
1: Yeah, I saw um, you throw that. I thought I was like, "Damn, he's spent some pent up rage or something." You know, Uh,
0: no, 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 pent up pigeon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pent up pigeon rage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So um, wow. Yeah, my uh, my apologies for the intrusion, but yeah. So you were saying? So you went? You went? If you're going to say you went from Metallica to Megadeth, I mean, this is exactly what we did back in the day as well.
1: Yeah, well, you just you kind of just work down the big four, you know, and then just go from there. I feel you know, and especially having Spotify and stuff. And this is my theory of why thrash metal has like a like it's had a new life because there's so many people now, you know, just like me who listen to Metallic on Spotify and especially with this whole stupid Stranger Things thing going on. And then they're like, oh, let's you know, I like this kind of music, but I, I wish it was a little more faster. You know what I mean? Or like I wish they, they kept with the faster stuff. Then they might get into Megadeth, and then they from there, you know, it just goes yeah. down and down. Yeah, and that's why, like, it's it's so cool because, like, I saw I saw Merciful Fate, uh, in the in the winter, and I saw Creator uh-huh. Open, and the age range was just insane. It's like yeah. whoa, you know what I mean? And and it's because of of like streaming services because you yeah. don't need to. It's it's not all like you know what does your record store have. It's just, you know, just go on this thing and and you can just this the amount of scenes and and cultures and and all this different like, you know, breaches of thrash. It's all there. So someone like me, I kind of absorb it all at once, you know, which is a little daunting sometimes because when you look at how like how many albums like creator has, it's like Jesus, (laughs) you know, but it's like it's 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 so much good music all at once. Yeah. Um, So it's cool, but you can equal, you can, now I can, the thing is what's cool about like, you know, my generation. So we can judge things very equally now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not just, you know, well, I grew up with, you know, peace cells. So that's why that's the best Megadeth album. Or I like this because of that where like, you know, you get, you get gems like this, you know, that come out that no one knows about. Oh Yeah. Fucking fantastic yeah. you know 2004 yeah yes yeah, chris there's, poland's third album with megadeth and it's it's like just a, a classic there's, there's it's, some, it's a classic there's album. some good
0: stuff there's some good stuff um in a lot of bands catalogs that, that gets overlooked um and you know that as you've you know, as you've said there, that it's just the volume of music around right now—it's like, yeah. Do you do you bother going back down someone's catalog, or do you just think, do you know what? I'm just, you know, I'm just going to let the music find me and, and see what happens. And if I find myself really obsessing over this band, then yeah, I'll go digging through the catalog. But if not, then you know, we'll see. But um, I've got to tell you, have you heard "Cause the Conflict" by Creator?
1: Uh, yeah i i listened to their i think i listened to their whole discography in one go actually i i can't say um i i might have i might have
0: right well it's it, it basically the reason i mention it is it's kind of like one of their forgotten albums i think it's i think it's one of their best it's it, I mean, that, I, I feel like a traitor saying this because my favorite creator album of my entire life is Terrible Certainty. I saw them on that tour; they were fucking amazing. Um, first time I ever stage dived; it was That's awesome. just fucking insane. And um, uh, but, Cause for Conflict now, I think, has stood the test of time a lot better, and it, it's it's absolutely fucking brutal. I
1: have heard it. Yeah, it is good. It is good. Ninety five. Um, yeah i just i, I just had to look it up yeah they, and there's, just, a, there's so many records you know what i mean oh, creator that's a good one that's an underrated one oh, i totally really enjoyed that one.
0: totally the um well there's there's like there's a couple of songs there's there's a song that's uh just over two and a bit minutes and there's a song that's like 90 seconds which is very uncreator it's a very uncreator album and it doesn't oh sound yeah much like other creator albums either
1: Um, well that's what the thing is what's cool about creators they like they never stopped i feel kind of the same with like tankard where they just kept putting shit out they kept putting stuff out
0: but they did but they did kind of suit kind of have to change to suit the times you know renewal that's not a thrash metal record ladies and gentlemen no no You know there's, there's influences in there, and this is why I say, you know, this is why I personally think that Thrash, you know, did die. A lot of people will contest it never did, but I think, um, if not, it was in a fucking coma.
1: Um, yeah, on well, the black uh, album, killed it. I feel,
0: oh, uh, there's every everyone's got a theory, man. I mean, everyone's got a, a, a reason for. For why thrash metal died. I think thrash metal turned the gun on itself and blew its own head off because it was just a lack, it was a lack of of um creativity. It was a it was a failure to evolve. And it just got swallowed by a load of other scenes. Well, like I say, My grunge. It it, it it just it literally withered on the vine. Well, no, not just grunge. Um uh you also had death metal coming through, oh, absolutely yeah. leaking. Into every aspect of every genre um, So, you know, and then you've got And then, like, on the back of that You've got Carcass coming through Oh, uh. So, you know, you're starting Grindcore and shit like that Starting to come out And thrash metal uh, bands are putting out A fourth album that sounds Pretty much like songs off the first three
1: Yeah
0: So, thr- the weird thing about thrash is it, You know, it it burned very quickly It burned bright and it, you know, it, it burnt quickly, which is not something that we were used to in our community because let's let's remember there was heavy metal and that was it. The very, the number two genre to appear was thrash metal. So it was only two genres around at the time. So for thrash metal to, to, to have been consumed in such a short time or to have died out and played its role in such a, such a short time, if you think of the amount of other genres that appeared in its wake in the short time it was around, that's a phenomenal impact.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: That's a phenomenal impact, you know, because it thrash was just the beginning. You know, it made lots of things. Okay. That weren't considered either. Okay. Or being done in heavy metal, which was playing particularly fast all the time, not having an image being your image. You know, just looking like a bunch of guys, that's it. You know, not not having to dress up in any particular way or anything else, or lyrically, not having one specific thing to say, you can go all over the place with it. It's not the same as the same as metal, yeah. But there was still like an edge to it that wasn't in heavy metal, and that's you know, and that's when you started seeing it bleeding over to punk and hardcore, yeah. grindcore, death metal, blah blah blah, and all of that happens on the back of thrash all of that so you know the thrash scene was kind of our work here is done
1: yeah (laughs) um definitely that's so interesting like
0: all true great originals you know made a hell of a fucking comeback
1: oh yeah yeah (laughs) didn't even have to throw it just got scared (laughs) talking about the pigeons (laughs) by the way listeners yes yes um Yeah, and it's so interesting. And I think, I do think, you know, there's, I think there's many aspects. I, you know, it's, it's hard to really judge, especially with uh, me, because I can really only look back and like put all a bunch of pieces together. Yeah. But I think it's, it's many elements, you know, it's hard to really pinpoint. I do think the Black Album was a really big, you know, contributor to that, though, because Metallica, they were kind of like flag carriers
0: of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, The thing is, it's it's you know Metallica's growth, and and nobody who bought nobody who bought "Unjustice for All," um, didn't go. Nobody who bought "Unjustice for All," and then had the black album come out and didn't like it, didn't go. Well, that's it. I'm done with thrash metal.
1: Except if if you were the guy in Exodus, didn't he like throw it down the stairs or something?
0: No, I think that was I think that was. Uh, was it who was that or was it, or was it dave lombardo
1: i think it might have been lombardo it might be like, down the stairs yeah yeah
0: he, he, I th- yeah, i think that's lombardo actually yeah yeah <laughs> um which no, is cool like, i like Dave's it i like the black album
1: though. yeah yeah i like, do like it's I like good it. It has great yeah. material like but, like the uh the d side of that album is really good no,
0: but i loved i loved never mind at the same time you know, it's like they weren't that far apart from you know release timing and stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, it was it's strange times,
1: really, really, strange. really weird. You know, really weird. Um, yeah, the nineties. It, it seems like it's it's so different, so so different. Um, yeah. But it's like it's just it's that's how music works, I guess. You know what I mean? It has a weird way of evolving and changing. And it's cool now because with Spotify and stuff, we've gotten to this point where we can look back at this whole, you know, buffet of of <laughs> genres almost, you know? There is so yeah. much heavy music to look at now. And it's yeah. still like, there are still bands that are like kind of innovating and like doing stuff. But like, we've we've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, you know, pick and choose what you want. Well, cool. yeah. It's kind of
0: cool. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I mean- Music music has, music has changed immeasurably since, you know, the scene was around first time around. Um, but I still think that there is, I mean, there's so much music around now, just so much that, uh, you know, I'm not sure if it's a re- relevant comparison, but the thrash scene died because, as I said earlier, you know, we failed to evolve, failed to really, you know, Uh, Get the next iteration of the genre Moving Now there are bands who are doing that And there are all. There's also like you know just A glut of Jesus Christ the production on this album Is exactly the same as A hundred other thrash metal albums And you know and, And it's just bringing nothing to the table But the thing is That there's so much music around now That it's kind of, it's kind of okay. You know what I mean? Because the innov- yeah. in, cause the innovators are going to just continue to innovate. And we, and we have that now because it's such a difficult, different musical landscape, you know, everybody else was innovating and thrash wasn't back in the day. Well, now everybody does. And also, you know, thrash metal is a much wider term and a much, you know, wider encompassing uh, term than, than it was back then, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you did have bands like Possessed, you oh, know, yeah. that like really started to like push the the barriers of like what it, and they're they're like death metal, you know what I mean? Oh but, like, well that like a doubt. that comes yeah. out of that same thrash scene, you know, yeah. but they're like but that's you know, it's not thrash metal, you know. I feel like that's more that's death metal, but they have so many thrashy elements to them. So in a way, I feel like you can argue like death metal was like just what thrash metal became in, yeah. in in a way but you know as the genre itself there wasn't a ton of places to go you know except just get faster heavier you know louder um, well I feel yeah like is death metal
0: it kind of um yeah you know that's a a perfectly reasonable case to make that you know it's it it, it it just kind of changed name really
1: um yeah
0: <laughs> but um, it's a
1: lot of the same elements you know what i mean like yeah, a lot yeah, of that. Absolutely. um yeah but it's like but it's darker. Know, can, it's, yeah it's, it's way it, way yeah. darker way yeah. way way yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not even the, it's not the same genre at all um, no
0: no but it's i mean you know um god we've really wormholed here haven't we we've just yeah, like, literally yeah. disappeared i'm waiting for
1: Don us to wormhole. get back into don't the, the new megadeth album <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're gonna be waiting a long you know what time we gotta, i don't yeah, ever want to you know, talk
1: about that you know what we gotta uh we brought up the new megadeth album um yeah. how about 72 seasons Ooh, metallica's new release yeah, have, well, have you discussed that
0: at all? I, I, well, I have. I do it because I do a podcast called Old Bollocks once a month, which is <laughs> which comes down the Talking Bollocks um, pipe, along with movie bollocks, which happens occasionally as well. Okay, and um, I, and I discuss stuff with uh, with a, a gentleman from across your side of the pond um, called um, Old Head. Well, his video channel, his YouTube channel, is Old Head, um, and it's a review channel. And we got to know each other because he did some acid rain reviews uh, of our old stuff um and then we gave him a pre-release copy of the album and his his review of our album is the best review there was. it's it's like he he basically ticks every you know as a band watching a review and listening to a review you sit there and there's certain things you go, okay, right. Let's see what this guy's got to say. And just one by one, he just knocks down all the key pillars that you're waiting for that most people miss, mm. you know, or people get like, you know, three out of five or two or whatever, but it was just like, yep. Yep. Oh, he's, oh, he's good. Oh, he's good. Oh, he's six, <laughs> all the boxes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so I'd messaged him and gave him a pre-release copy of the album and all of it. And so we just, stayed in touch and he's he became a patron of mine and he still is and um over patreon one day i put up in the idea that you know does somebody want to do like you know a, a podcast with me and we'll you know and um and so he, he did it and we did it we and we did it just for patreon and everybody went that was great you should do this as a show so uh so we now do one of those about once a month i mean they they drop occasionally we've done about 16 episodes so far so they just you know and and we just review new stuff um but he's a massive metallica fan massive metallica fan and um i really wasn't sure about this album so i'm glad to be able to talk about it with a bit more time a bit more distance yes um yeah. i've got the cd um which, which i didn't buy initially um uh and i didn't think i was going to didn't buy hardwired didn't like hardwired at all um mm. but um i you know there was just there's bits on this i'd heard and i was just like yeah do you know what so um yeah it's still too long they still need somebody in there they're like the quentin tarantino of metal do you know what I mean? You just want to go in there when they are finished and go, right, I'm taking fucking half an hour out of this and making everybody else a lot happier.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: They just fucking need it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, and, and the dude they're working with in the studio, he's got the title producer. Yeah? He's got uh-huh. the title of producer. Yeah. So who's he employed by? The label. Who's the label? The fucking band. That's Something. who. So... No, you're not in charge of your bosses. No, that's not the case, you
1: know. They can't um, help themselves.
0: But they're also at a stage in their career where, no, they don't want to get Andy Sneap in and, make, and, and be made to jump through hoops, you know, and they did the Rick Rubin thing when they oh. really needed something. And, and I still think that the... Um, oh. Guitar Hero, the Guitar Hero Mix of, yeah. <laughs> of Death Magnetic is the best Metallica album for fucking years.
1: Yeah, the last great, excellent Metallica album. I I remember I listened to Hardwired before that one, actually. Um Death Magnetic blew me away just because it was kind of long. It's a double LP. You know, I yeah. was like, whatever. People were kind of trashing it. People were saying it's bad. When I finally got around to listening to it, it's like, oh my god, this is almost like it, it was kind of like a sequel to Justice, but it was like mixed with the Black Album a little bit. It's a weird record,
0: yeah, absolutely. but it's so
1: yeah. good. It is so the day that never comes is like.
0: Have you got the um, Have you got the uh, the Guitar Hero mix of it?
1: I don't. I, it's on YouTube though.
0: Right. Well, um, I've, I, I'm more than happy to send you a link to some MP3s if you please.
1: want. please. Um well, I would be so happy.
0: <laughs> believe believe me when I tell you that you are about to love that album even more. Because, I am so excited because there's loads of stuff you haven't heard. There's harmonies you haven't heard. There's bass you haven't heard. There's endings to songs you haven't heard. <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 uh, because the the you know the original mix, I loved it, but it's Brickwall to fuck. This sounds like this sounds like a Metallica album before somebody went, uh, do you guys want to get involved in uh, Volume Wars and just fucking brick wall your album? <laughs> yeah, all right then. Um, because this version that I'm going to send you, oh, man. I'm ready. It is just, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And
1: it sucks. Rick Rubin, um, I don't know what he was smoking that day, but same with Black Sabbath 13, where sabbath's last record he just turns all the knobs to 11 it's like dude like chill like let tony's guitar breathe a little well
0: to be fair that's 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 being done in mastering it's not you know it's not down to him it's okay you know it's down to some other twat somewhere although the master says that they would they were delivered that loud um really whenever you send whenever you send your final recording to a master You should always leave headroom, because the idea of mastering and and this is uh, for anybody who's not aware of this. um, The idea of mastering is that you add depth and width to what you already have. So what you have is sounds like the album, sounds great, cool. Played it in the car, sounds great. Then you get it mastered. And you play it in your car, and you can't, it blows your fucking head off. And you go like, "Oh mm. right, I get it." Unless you're Steve Harris, in which case you go, "I ain't fucking getting it mastered." Sounds fucking fine. So, so basically, that's so you get it mastered, and that gives it depth and width, and it gives it the size. It can't do it if the headroom's not there. So, you know, it. I uh, anywho, anywho, fuck me. Let's get back to seventy-two seasons.
1: Yeah. Okay. We, so well, didn't I, I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, keep them away from fucking so, Metallica, dude. Uh, so, I just can't.
0: Uh, well, just wait until you wait until you hear the uh, the version I'm
1: sending you, mate. I, I'm um, I'm so excited. I'm I'm ready. I only have. I think there's a couple songs on YouTube I've heard, like the day yeah. that never comes and something else. It's like, oh my god, like it yeah. feels like I'm listening to it for the first time. You know what I mean? and that's
0: that's over shitty youtube quality as well you yeah. know um anywho so 72 okay. seasons 72 seasons um yeah it's it's overlong, bloated um and um i think well no i'll go into the nitty-gritty later overall what do i think what do i to give it out of 10 a six or seven maybe it's it's I, I, I really liked it for a bit. I'm not sure how I'm not sure how much I like it now. It doesn't fare very well against the competition when I look at stuff that I want to play next, but I enjoy it when I play it but also there are now songs that are becoming problematic. so I might have to playlist this fucking album um, yeah because there there are songs on it that I am finding now um are unlistenable for me (laughs) um yeah you know they're not unlistenable per se but you know for me yeah
1: they are and any specific songs well i'm just shout out
0: yeah i'm just i'm just opening up my um i'm just opening up the app here but um yeah let me get the track list here so um 72 seasons i like shadows fall i love screaming suicide i like uh sleepwalk my life i, I like yeah i like but it's starting to happen and then um, actually i think sleepwalk my life and you must burn you must burn i'm not interested because there's just like i'm just not interested in how many times james can say how many witches do you need to burn i'm just not not bothered um sleepwalk yeah. sleepwalk my life yeah mm. Lux Turner, that, that is like a breath of air because it's b- purely because this is a bit too much of a one-tempo album. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Turner is like, a, a, you know, you've come up for air, you get a big gulp of air, and then... Uh, it's, oh, Metallica. Yeah, and then it's crown of barbed wire. This <laughs> crown of barbed wire. No, thanks. No, no. Um there's no light. Turn the fucking Lean light on me. On. Yeah, yeah. There's no light. <laughs> Somebody turn the light on. Um, uh. yeah. Chasing light. Um, I think I'm kind of okay with chasing light. It's not the best song on the album, um, but then if Darkness had a song I like, um, too far gone is only four and a half minutes, and I can forg- I-, I can forgive its kind of balls chorus and just I can forgive it. Because it's four and a half minutes long. And it's like, yeah. well, do you know what? If maybe I like this, they'll do more of that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Room of Mirrors, great. Yes, it's a bit rushed at the beginning. And I, I, I'm i not losing my fucking shit over it. Like some people who seem to think it's like, you know, the best song Metallica have written in years. I, I like it. Yeah. It's good. Um, And then In a um, Yeah. It's weird. It's the longest song on the album. And, and I like it. And I just, it's, it's this fucking bullshit middle section, sleep more, my life. Um, You must burn. Yeah. Crown of barbed wire. I I'm I'd lose that. If you lose those three tracks, maybe I'd have a lot more patience for the others. It's probably going to find out because I'm going to, you know, uh, get rid of them off the playlist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so that's, that's kind of where I am with the album in general. And then my new shy, James is fucking killing it. He's never sounded this good in years. Uh, lyrically, I I get it. Better James. than
1: Hardwired. Yeah, lyrically.
0: well, uh, yeah, but I'm just, it's, it's just a bit too one dimensional for me. I love James's lyric writing. And then, don't get me wrong, there's some great lyrics on this, but are you a bit down, son? I've got it I've got I've yeah I've got it and and there's a little bit of whining on it that like you know that's not that's not that's not how I like my Hepfield. you know there's there's a he's a bit whiny in 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 places um yeah but but you know again that that's Purely my opinion and also on some of the songs. And I'm not sure if it's the songs that I've mentioned that I'm not, I'm not keen on. But I think there's at least two songs where Lars does not hit a single Tom. And I think he's doing it on purpose. I really do. I genuinely, genuinely think he's trying to get through a song without hitting a Tom.
1: I I think you're absolutely right with that one um the drumming is so boring on this album uh so so bland so boring and like it, listen it's like what this... a
0: child would do if you yeah. gave it to a child like go um chat um chat um chat over that bit yeah and then stop and then go um chat over that yeah and and when and when there's accents you know just go do, do yeah just just do the accents yeah and um you know prime example is the end of um uh, oh, what's it called? I'm um, oh, sorry. The beginning of Inamorata, the intro, and and he's just he's just mm, just hitting symbols. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is painful. Someone yeah. take the sticks off him. You know. I mean, I've used the expression before. Um, not so much on this album, but definitely on Hardwired. At times, Lars sounded like he was drumming for help.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He sounded, like he was, <laughs> yeah. sounded like he was
0: trapped behind his kit. He was stuck behind his kit. He was trying to he was trying to tap out a message that he needs to get off the drums. He's doing Morse code, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> force code, yeah. Um, yeah. So, exactly. So, so so there you go. Um uh, Kirk still uses the WAR a lot. A lot of people like that do do hate him for that, but one of his all-time greatest solos. Um um, on the Master of Public's album, I can't remember which track at the moment. There's loads of WAR all over that. I was listening to it the other day and I was like, yeah, we didn't know we were supposed to hate War back then. But the thing is, 30 odd years down the road when he's still smothering everything in War, that's the problem. Um, so yeah, you know, he's functional. Rob does some cool stuff. Um, but do you know what? Nobody is no one anywhere is reviewing this album and mentioning the inverted commas rhythm section. Hmm. You know, and that's a real shame because they've got a beast of a bass player there. And yeah, you know, it's like, they've got, it's like, they've got a Rolls Royce and they've got a fucking shoppy trolley wheel, shopping trolley wheels on it. You know, it's like, Hey Rob, his, his last to play with. Oh, okay. But you know, it is what it is this deep into their career um it's 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 not what i was expecting i was expecting it to be more of hardwired um and if it was yeah i really didn't like that album and i was expecting it to just, just be more and it was just annoying me more and that would be me metallica done with and and initially when i heard luxeterner i really wasn't sure about it and but it, it was it was the chorus of if darkness had a sun which I think he's fucking amazing. And honestly, yeah, I can't believe how much I like that song because I really wasn't even sure about it to start with because uh, it is a classic in Lars doing fuck all all the way through it. Um, but <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, it's a great cheer. It's I love it. I love it. So that's me. I'm going to shut the fuck up and let's find out what you think.
1: Well, good insights, good insights. Now, uh, with this album, it really, for me, when I first listened to this, it, it really established for me that this band has really written themselves into a corner. Cause I feel like there's some elements where I'm like, okay, is this just the third load album? Like <laughs> um, are they yeah, just is, well, you know... that's what
0: I thought to Hardwired. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, every song is way too long. 72 seasons I I really like. You know, 72 is gone. Da-da-da-da. Like I love that. Um and the riff is good, but it's it's a little too close to hardwired, in my opinion. Um, it's it's that classic, okay. We need to start an album with a, a thing. Let's just kind of rehash the hardwired riff. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. It's a good song, it's way too long, way too long. Uh Shadows Follow is actually a really nice surprise when I first heard it. I'm like, Yeah, I can it's it's almost a little uh, uh death magnetic-y, it's a cool, like demented riff. I'm like, I like this, this is very new. This is cool. I like this sound. And then Screaming Suicide, it was like, what, the second single, I think. Um, It's good. Could be a little shorter, but I I like it. Nothing wrong with it. You know, I wish, again, if you took the best off this and the best off Hardwired and made it one LP and and trimmed those songs down, you would have an excellent record right there. You know what I mean? But Sleepwalk My my Life Away was when I'm like, all right, it's total snooze fest. And what's wild. Sleepwalk the song away. Yeah. yeah. And what's wild about this is, is this middle section of the album is what Metallica is favoring when they play this album live. They've never played Too Far Gone. They've never played Room of Mirrors. They've never played Chasing Light, but they're playing... They play You Must Burn all the time. They play Sleepwalk all the time. They they play Crown, I believe. And it's it's like I, I just don't it's just so weird to me. Um sleepwalk, you know, snooze fest, as I said. You must and, and it's just like it's not really interesting. And by the time you 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 feel like after listening to the song, you've you've heard it four times. You know what I mean? Because it just keeps yeah. going and going and going. Oh. You're waiting for something interesting to happen. It, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's that, like sleepwalking yeah. itself. You know, but j- actually, <laughs> it's do you know what? just moving along.
0: But it's one of the, it's one of those songs that has the ability to annoy. Do you know what I mean? It's not just like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I can't be bothered with this. I'm gonna. It's like no, no, no. I'm actually, I'm actually making a move towards a device across the room. Cause this is fucking annoying me and it needs yeah. to stop. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I really, I really exactly. need to get it off my copy of that album. Definitely,
1: a- Exactly. And, and it's like, you go into you must burn, which it just feels like you're just like slowly just slamming your head against the wall. You know, it's just that riff. It just keeps going. And listen, I love doom metal. You know what I mean? I'm all about a good riff for an hour and seven minutes, but like, it's just not really interesting. Uh, I guess it's their take on like cancel culture I think I know Metallica got canceled recently <laughs> for for I guess I don't know but but it's just I I don't know like it's wow you're really you're really you know I have not heard that take before it's just a very common like wow you don't like cancel culture like what a what a hot take uh, so yeah, it's like it's yeah that. yeah a, a bunch of you men know what a, I mean
0: a, a bunch of how old men
1: yeah who are all like like billionaires but
0: but, but, hey they're allowed they're they're allowed to though they're allowed to they totally are and they're allowed to say so so anyway sorry carry on but i'm also
1: i'm also allowed to uh you know call it bollocks
0: yes call it bollocks bollocks.
1: absolutely (laughs) so so i think it's 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 kind of boring Luxy Turner. i know people were really obsessed with this when this came out uh yeah I just I can't the dah, 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 dah. like I just I just can't really get behind that riff. Um, it's yeah. cool.
0: I'm I'm I, deleting I, the songs off the playlist <laughs> right? yeah, off the album as we as we're talking as you're as you're talking about. I'm going like, yeah no no yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> you're out
1: right. yeah yeah. Galaxy Turner like I like it you know it's yeah, a good that's length in, that's in. Three three minutes twenty five seconds. That's all you need. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing absolutely. crazy. It w- it would be it would definitely be a di- a deep cut if it was on uh, Kill Em All. But you know, it's it's a good song. Crown of barbed wire. You know that little the James going this crown. <laughs> like I don't. I don't know
0: wire. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nothing.
0: It's 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 the whiny shit.
1: Yeah and it just doesn't sure. go anywhere you know what i mean and it's how long is it it's it's almost 6 minutes it's like come on like yeah. and then, and then we get into we get into chasing light i'm like okay we're going somewhere i like i like the speed i like yeah, the idea yeah. i like the idea of of kind of james you know like working through his trauma and like you know maybe you know i'm not some useless like you know there's hope there's not you're, you're never out of hope i kind of it's interesting. I like the idea of it. Yeah. You know, darkness had a Sun is cool. I do want to say this. Oh, hang on, they're... hang
0: on. You've just you let's go back to chasing. Okay, you, you said okay. you liked the idea of it. I did. Do you like, like the song? Idea is, of it. Did you like the song?
1: <sighs> it
0: may. It, it it's I, a I hard song
1: to like. That my issue. My issue is coming See. coming off of Crown of Bar Wire, and the rest of the songs makes it a good song. You know what I mean. But, but if yeah, this was yeah. the first song off the album, I'd be like, "All right."
0: Well, I, well, it's it now. It now follows <laughs> Luxa Turner on my copy of the album. Um. So, so I, yeah. I, I genuinely, I'm gonna, and I'm, I'm the same. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if the song benefits or suffers from those other songs being moved away. Because those other songs are being moved away, and it's now direct between if darkness had a son and looks turner, it might show it up as being a, hey, it's not that great actually, or it might hold its own. And, you know, we'll
1: and that see. chorus has grown on me a little bit. Like it's, it's, you know, it's also like short, you know what I mean? So it's like, what? Wait, chasing life. Oh my God. Wait, minutes, wait, no, it's seven minutes. Jesus Christ. It's longer Lying than bastard. darkness had a son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my speaking, God. Well,
0: speaking of which into if darkness
1: had a son, <laughs> Yeah, I got to listen to this one again. Oh, my God. It's seven. It's almost seven minutes. Yeah. And then we go yeah. into Darkness Had a Sun, which is shorter. I want to say this about Darkness Had a Sun. I do fe- feel the length on this one, oh. um, especially that intro. The, it takes so long for this song to actually start up. And uh, if, they you, if you love an
0: intro on this album, don't I? They, they? They love, love I mean, a good I mean, intro or the, the, a long the intro. Op- the opening of Shadows Fall, I was going to mention actually, you know, that is a. If somebody wanted to say, what Metallica like, you go, right, I'm just going to put this Shadows Follow, not Shadows Fall. I'm just going to put this Shadows Follow on for you. This is what Metallica are like. Because the way it starts, the way they build the riff, the way they get absolutely maximum out of the rift before it act- the song comes actually in and you're into something like right okay now the song is started yeah um and, and that's not a criticism they're fucking brilliant at it they're the absolute best um but they they like an intro on this album a little bit too much and and i agree if darkness had a son yeah the intro without a doubt could be shorter because um, I, I, for a minute there, when you said, "Oh, it's a bit too long," I was going to come at you uh, for the ending, <laughs> be, the, for the ending, because when, 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 they, when they flip, when they flip the chorus, when darkness had a sun, here I am, yeah.
1: Oh man, it's a good way to take the song. Out.
0: Oh, just the, but the way it flips that it just, Lars total credit, beautifully done, subtle as fuck and it oh man honestly i have been screaming that out in the car it, it's it, <laughs> it is absolutely fucking brilliant, it's, brilliant it's a good song is, the, the front is bloated I, I i agree
1: and 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 it's so it's so bloated to the point where sometimes it's like it's just like kind of like sometimes i don't even want to play the song um they do play it on i think they played it on uh jimmy kimmel or something where they they like cut the song in half and it's like that's what it should sound like you know the intro was super oh, short right yeah you know and it's like why couldn't they just do this with every song on the album make this just one solid <laughs> single lp that's the, that's a whole nother rant i can get into the the Dude. fixation on double lps um all right but yeah well, look, chasing I, I light
0: think, look, look I, I think you've just made a very very important <laughs> discovery here you've complete you you have just made a huge discovery for metallica's future career and i don't think you realize what it is we now know who needs to produce the next fucking metallica album it's jimmy kimmel yeah <laughs> if they're gonna start playing all the songs yeah. half length, can we get jimmy in the fucking room yeah please
1: yeah that'd be awesome and- and that's... You can even say the thing about uh, um, Megadeth's new record, too. <laughs> Megadeth's new record, too, is a double LP. You know what I feel wow. like? It's like it, it suffers from the same thing where, like, there's fat in the middle. You know what yeah. I mean? And if it's, like, with Dystopia, you know, at least, like, they, they made sure every song, you know, it's a good length, yeah. float yeah. into the next one, just play the side, flip it, and it's done. Yeah. You know, we have this crate... And I pre-ordered the vinyl, so I... I Mate. have the record and it's uh, like this, this giant, you have, so you have the CD, right? No, Is that not? I didn't know. I didn't even bother with it.
0: No, I well, didn't even bother with it. I will
1: it. say this. I will say this about the CV, CD might be the worst packaging of any CD I have ever, I've ever dealt with. Cause wow. it, it it folds what you, it, it folds into a cross. You open, it folds out, folds yeah. out, and then it folds twice up. Right. Or like an inverted cross, I guess. And then the CD is in a loose little inner sleeve that just falls out when you do that. And it's and you're holding this giant thing. You've just like and you're trying to remember how you put it back together. It's a it's a disaster. And it's like it
0: sounds. Do you know what it sounds a bit like? If you think about it, it sounds a bit like seventy two (laughs) seasons. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does it, it's fucking irritating it's that... very fitting it's oh
0: are you, well, talking of fitting yeah how the fuck does it fit it's,
1: yeah it, it I, oh, poorly it
0: me off that thing
1: <laughs> but yeah i will say i will say chasing light I, i'm now remembering that riff like like yeah that does drag on a little too long um all right too far gone i actually don't mind i i think i was mixing up chasing light with you know, too far gone because that's the song about like literally, you know, there's no, there's always hope for you. I guess I, I guess I like it because, because I know it's, it's coming from a real place knowing what James has gone through. So it's like, okay, I respect being a lyricist and, and doing yeah. and like kind of conveying your emotions. Like I respect that. Um, you know, not, didn't blow me away or anything, just kind of a average song. Um, now, when it comes to a uh, room of mirrors, though, that's uh, that's um, where th- things get interesting.
0: So, th- thank you for um, thank you for padding there, Brandon. For those of you not watching the video, um, I had to um, go and kick some pigeons. Um, there you go. <laughs> but don't worry, my
1: shoes are fine. You gotta get um, like a dog on your porch or something, or, or some kind of skin. Yeah, crow. but that
0: would eat the parakeets, the squirrels, the woodpeckers,
1: the all the lovely things. So you know, nah. Uh, I guess the pillow works. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly, exactly.
1: Um, now, t- room of Mirrors. Yes. All right, we're yes. getting to the end of the record. Yeah. This is pro- this is my favorite song on the album. Um, uh, mm. I really, really dig this song. It's a little structurally a little weird. It, it doesn't. It seems like sometimes in some places it doesn't flow quite, you know, yeah. well. Yeah. But but when those guitar harmonies kick in, you know, it's like fuck. Like that's this is a Metallica song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even just the concept of like the room of mirrors and and having to confront yourself. It's cool. I like it. And it's a it's just a cool song. Um, it's a, it's a five good, and it's half a good minutes. song I'll, I'll look, give look, it five
0: and a half minutes I, I, Look it's a good song um, I'm not denying that And clearly It gives you the kind of vibes That um, All Nightmare Long Gave me when I first heard that On Death and Magnetic You know that section in All Nightmare Long Towards the end It's the oh, so good. And, 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 and it's just like yeah. Oh my god we're back there they're back this is fucking amazing
1: yeah um, and, and, and it's a good song but but don't get me wrong this doesn't touch all nightmare long <laughs> in my opinion but it's still but it's still yeah, like a song where it's right like opinion. where it's like oh my god metallica
0: yeah they can they can still pull it out of the bag after you know it's how, how long is this album
1: this album is an hour and 17 minutes oh so man. so you're about 50 oh. minutes in and you're like oh my god metallica a metallica song <laughs> you know, so it's so it's like you listen to this and you're like, oh my god, you know, in a, a Morda or whatever, is this gonna be like there or whatever the fuck it's called? It's like, is this gonna be like there? You know, to live is to die. Like, it's their longest song. Or are they gonna do like a crazy cool instrumental? Um, no, it's like a bar rock song. Uh, yeah, it, it's for third for eleven minutes and ten seconds.
0: And the weird thing is, and I kn- I know exactly what you mean.
1: You know,
0: hey guys, let's rock!
1: Um, you know what pisses me off about some of the the lyrics on this album though? I hate I hate rehashed lyrics. Um, ah. I even in even in Rua Mears, yes. There's a no. there's a point where he goes,
0: "Broken, beaten, scarred."
1: Oh no, like, no. Wow. I, I, oh, you're reminding I, me of a way better song. Actually,
0: I, I know. No, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Very good call. Very good call. But I like it purely because of the rhythm in which he does it. Because he does it in the broken, beaten, scarred, and he does it in the rhythm of the song, broken, beaten, and scarred. Yeah. In the in, in the song he does it in i can't remember oh, the one we're talking about um but so he chucks it in but he chucks it in in the rhythm of that song in this song so i that's why i like it because it, it, it's just a nice little bit of a oh yeah cool like
1: that, that little click yeah and it's and, so and funny because i don't like it because that same reason oh well there you go <laughs> there you go um, you know i like, but I, like I don't know. Like for me with songs, I love when songs like stand on their own, you know, unless it's like a fucking like concept album or something, you yeah. know, and and, and and in a in a morta or whatever. In,
0: uh, in a morata, is it in a
1: morata, in a morata. They re- they they do a line from uh um my friend of misery. Oh
0: um, it, I, I hate it.
1: I oh no, I absolutely hate the really and, and it's like and it feels song. like with room of mirrors and a like, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, it is yeah, awful. yeah yeah, yeah it is and awful. it's like did, is, did james run out of lyrics the, the last two <laughs> songs
0: um although although <laughs> anybody any, anyone who likes in a Marata tells you they like it because they like it because of the you know the huge fucking harmony bit in the middle uh, and and yeah. you know and that and that's what it's all about do you know what as much as we've sit, sat here and criticized in a Marata. <laughs> Every time I listen to the album, I do find myself listening to that whole song.
1: Me too. You know? Me too. It, it's, uh, yeah. And that core, that like misery, you know, yeah. I, I actually, you know, it's not, it, it, I hate to say it.
0: Misery. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, that, and and to, then to it goes at, into, oh. Yeah, now that, yeah, that can go like, you know, fuck off basically. I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't like the ending to the song at all. It really... It, yeah, it's just like it's it's getting rammed down your throat in case you hadn't already figured it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm and doing oh, goes... I'm doing lyrics. I'm doing yeah, and then and to actually go out on them, I just kind of feel it's a bit.
1: Mm. It is it's kind of weird, but I do like how it goes from like. There's a point when that goes from the chorus, and it's like peak chorus, like James is screaming, and then it, and it just does the riff, but just the lead. And it's like, damn, that sounds really good. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of elements where it's like, oh, my God, like, it. I feel like that should have been on, like, the next load album. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why it's like this album is so like, it's almost like an identity crisis where it's like you even you even look at a, um, a, a death magnetic where it's like, you know, every, it's very it flows well. It's all the same thing. You know, every song on this is so like. Nothing seems related at all yeah you know what i mean and it's like you know i i can respect them trying to do like this cool this weird you know compilation kind of thing where like every song like you know if you like the black album we got some of that if you like you know kill them all we got some of that but it's like just write what just write a metallica record you know you don't have to like yeah i don't know i get it There's there's
0: there's a couple of songs in there that um um, that I think, well, actually, there's there's actually three or four songs on this album where I'm like, yeah, do you know what? That's that's a that's a good tune. And and for a new Metallica album this deep into their career, after Hardwired, um, that I think that's as I think that's as much as I could have hoped for. I really do because uh, you know, initially, as soon as I saw 72 Seasons and they wanted to show off how long we long it was straight out the gate. And we had two songs. One was like three and a half minutes, and one was five and a half minutes. And I was just thinking, "Oh God, every song on the album
1: is going to be so." It's going to be a wrong. marathon. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's going to be a and, marathon. And I'm and I'm I'm heartened. I'm heartened and pleased by what has been, you know, delivered. But anyway, fuck Metallica. Um, we've done it again, mate. We've just gone totally
1: like. We totally have. We just did like a thirty-minute thing on Metallica. I will I say. I will say if we move on or whatever, I I will say this, you know, I, I know people, you know, I might get some shit, you know, for this. Um, and maybe from you, but I do, I, I do like, uh, I think spit out the bone was like the last great song they wrote. And I think it's better than doesn't nothing on this touches, spit out the bone. I think when I heard that, like what a way to fucking end an album, you know what I mean? Um, and also this album, uh, I don't think it's better than the sick, the dying and the dead. I liked, I liked Megadeth's more.
0: Well, I I mean, look, you know, it's the, (laughs) it's the eternal struggle, isn't it? Of the fan who likes both bands. Um, And I've, you know, I've always been firmly in the Metallica camp and occasionally Dave surprises, you know, um, but Dave also has a much bigger catalog. You know, it's the, it's, you know, um, and, and when they talk about artists, doesn't matter what vein you're in. I've said this before. It's about the body of work. It's about the body of work. What you're leaving behind. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, you know, love him or loathe him. Uh, you know, Mustaine has put out a phenomenal has, has a phenomenal output rate over his career. Um can go it, with you yeah. can go with you on spit out the bone um and i got to be i i'm I, yeah i got i got dystopia um i got dystopia on vinyl um and um and i you know i downloaded the sick the dying and the dead and i deleted it fairly quickly
1: <laughs> yeah we did on coming out uh this friday is our is the acid rain interview um all right and and that and we have a whole thing on the, the sick <laughs> dying and the dead yeah. which is hilarious and just <laughs> just the thing on like you know how we get into like Ellefson and stuff um oh dear. but and it's just a it's a mess that band right now like Megadeth yeah. and I feel like I've burned so many bridges already with that band because I I yeah. interviewed Jeff Young recently in person Ooh. um and uh I clipped one of the things where. Uh, you know, because I'm not sure if you saw, but Dave, um, said recently that ever besides Marty Friedman, none of the members have done anything significant with their life, which is a pretty you know quite a burn. It's it's also what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck, Dave?
0: I mean, did you just wake up angry? I mean, who said what? Did somebody piss in your cornflakes? What
1: the yeah. Fuck? So, By so I got this. To... Is, this, is, this is
0: supposedly religious, fucking love everybody, fucking Jesus yeah. Dave that we're talking about here. Yeah. yeah. Whose bass player was a fucking minister in a religion. So, I mean, what the fuck?
1: It's so funny. And it's just so the politics of this band are just ridiculous. Cause so I got to interview Jeff Young because he was at a convention in Boxborough, which is a town in Massachusetts, only 30 minutes from where I live. So I'm like, all right. I'll do it and I'll, I'm i going to go there and I'm going to try to do an in-person interview, you know? Yeah. It's trying to have a bigger outreach, trying to do, you know, try to get some big guests on. I had a, I, I interviewed him. We did it in his hotel room and I bring that up. I bring up the thing. Cause that was all over the new, all the metal news or whatever. You know, Dave yeah. says, Dave, and says Jeff, this. Jeff, Jeff just goes off on him. He's like, yeah, douche Dave's a douchebag." You know, and just starts like fucking going in on him. I'm and I'm sitting there like, holy shit. Oh awesome. I clipped it. Loudwire yeah. picked up on it. Yeah. And literally, you know, in a recent interview with Disturbing the Priest, you know, <laughs> I think I think the headline was literally Jeff Young, you know, responds to in quote, douchebag Dave over Brilliant. remarks. And there's a picture of my interview. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, fucking never interviewing Dave then, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's how it <laughs> is, man. That's how it you is. Just
1: burn my bridge. Uh, but, it, but it's like, you know, it's so funny. And it's like just the drama is ridiculous. And it's like even the whole thing, you know, and I know the people are like, you know, stop comparing Metallica and Megadeth. Can we just stop doing that? But it's like, one, it is fun. You know what I mean? I love both bands. I love Metallica. I love Megadeth. You know, I I think it's fun comparing the two.
0: Well, well also, you know, it's all very well telling everybody to stop comparing Megadeth and Metallica. Okay. I will when Mustang does. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He stops. He stops. I stop. But, you know, until then, honestly, just like, just, just, Gobbing off about like saying that about all some of whom are dead. <laughs> some of his fucks, some people he was talking about are dead. Yeah. Gar yeah, Samuelson's, like Samuelson's family. Gar Samuelson's family. Yeah, funnily enough, Dave's drummers. Um, yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. You know. Yeah. Well, oh. And the funny thing is, I remember him saying this. I remember, you know, just imagine Dave's got sulky face on, he's being interviewed and he's like, and he's like, yeah, you know, everyone gets praised when, you know, they turn their lives around and find God, um, you know, except me. Everyone (laughs) seems, and everyone seems to think, and when it comes to me, everyone seems to think it's some kind of joke. And then you hear him say things like that. And he's like, Well, Dave, it's because you say that you've discovered God and you say you've turned your life around, but you would appear to still be the same asshole. You see, the other people who got praise changed. You haven't. <laughs> so yeah.
1: that's why it's a fucking joke.
0: And I mean, he's, never, he's never, he's
1: never going to tour with Metallica. He's, there's not going to be another big four thing, you know, or any other show with Metallica. Cause yeah. he's pissed that down the drain, you know, he has oh. Metallica are so, you know, they stay out of the media. They're very, you know, you know, they sometimes will text, you know, other outside, you know, musicians and stuff, but it's like, you know, Dave, it's every time like having opinions on Metallica and saying all this, it's like, just shut up. About oh. Metallica, and what I will that? say, oh, sorry, go on. It's 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 all good. I, I will say though, I do watch interviews, and and people will, and and if I ever you know <laughs> got to talk to him, the last thing I'm going to do is like ask him anything. I'm not even going to say the word Metallica, um but a lot of people will try to, because because unfortunately, Dave has set a trend, and, and people look at that, and people go, oh. Metallica is a big name. Mega, that's a big name. And Dave loves talking about Metallica. So we're just going to ask him about Metallica. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it, now Dave's just trapped in this, you know, he's being milked by loud wire and all these things. And it sucks, you know. And I wish he would just keep his mouth shut, you know, occasionally text James a thing, you know, <laughs> or be yeah. like, hey, just listen to the new record. I dig it. Really fun. And he's saying stuff like, you know, what really got me when he said, um, you know, I wish Metallica uh, would like be more involved with their other band members. You know, I wish they would let Rob write more and Kirk write more. Are really? you really? Know, like are, you do? Seriously?
0: It's like 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 you do, Mister? You there's a fucking revolving door on your rehearsal room,
1: Mister <laughs> Solo Career. And I'll know? tell you what.
0: I'll tell you what. <laughs> one good thing about Dave Levinson not being around anymore. Do you remember that embarrassing time? when when dave kept mentioning hey um it would be great if uh me lars james and junior got together and jammed some tunes that would be an awesome lineup that would be great and you're like uh yeah in what universe but okay yeah and he and, and it's like he repeated this nonsense madness two or three times and it's like, it kept appearing and you just kept thinking, "What the, what? the what is missing in your
1: life? It's like, it's like, Dave, I can, it's like, I can see right through you. You know what I mean? Cause it's either one of two things. It's either like the obvious trauma you still have, um, or it's, you know, how much of a financial asset Metallica is and doing anything with them. You know, and I feel like Megadeth have, have kind of, especially with the success of dystopia, what they'll do, they'll have a lot of success in an album and then they'll put out an album after and then try but to and be, and be a little hungry for it, you yeah. know, because that's Super Collider. You know, that song, Super Collider, that was like, all right, let's try to get some of that radio play. No, and then okay. that, yeah. that yeah, fell cause... on its face. And then they're like, OK, let's, you know, dystopia. Let's just do a metal but, record. But we always dystopia seem to have did good. And now we have Mission of Mars. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah.
0: This happens, though. We had Endgame, which was great. That was followed by 13. Very
1: good. Lab of shit.
0: Yeah. You know, it's like, fuck, mate. It, just no consistency. It's all over the shop. But, you know, I've got Dave's stories for days that I'll tell you off air sometime. Days. Oh, days, <laughs> days. And, um, I, and I
1: could talk to him about them for days as well.
0: I tell you what, though, mate. I will tell you what. It's great <laughs> to have dreams, but I warn you. I warn you. There is only so far up the tree you can go as a podcast because there is a whole shed load of bands out there and I can tell you who they all are who don't do podcasts definitely unless unless you are Jamie Jaster or uh, Joe Rogan definitely definitely. uh, I've tried I mean the Motorcast has opened a few doors for me and I've managed to get some people on that you know I didn't think I'd be able to get on and stuff
1: Oh um, well, yeah, dude! Uh, Newstead is. I listened to that too. That that was incredible. That's oh, so man. cool. Well, even was like in... Laz Rockets, not even trying to do my thing. So it's like you know, I obviously. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, there no, is no, a no. ceiling. No, but that no, 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 no. <laughs> That's completely different. That's
0: people who've been out in the public eye too long. They've forgotten what to do.
1: <laughs> you know that is true. That is true. But yeah, Absolutely. like like I'm not. I would be surprised if I ever do a thing with Dave. Or or anyone in Metallica, Jesus Christ. Well, I've got Um,
0: the closest I've got is I I, right? I've I've done uh, Gary when he was in Slayer. I've done um, Scott Ian. Um, I've done oh fucking hell, Um, Bobby
1: Blitz, which was cool,
0: and obviously uh, started off with James. And I'm just trying to think. um, I don't think of oh. Had Dave Elifson on, so yeah, yeah.
1: I've had I've had, yeah, I've had somebody cool. from
0: the Big Four, I've had someone from the
1: Big Four, and all of them. I'm in talks with uh, the the dieth manager right now. Um, oh, really? I because I might potentially do a thing with them. I have so many questions. Oh, I bet. I have so many questions. I no one, no one has asked them. Not not a single person has asked them about the sick, the dying, and the dead yet. Uh. And I think and I think there is a way to properly uh present a question about that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's all about, it's well, all about
1: wording. It is all about it, wording.
0: But it it's it, it, well, I I I approach I, I, I slightly disagree. I think it's I think it's how you get there. Because mm, I I, I, sure. I remember sitting I remember sitting down with um Chad from Hell Yeah, and I'd been told that and no circumstances were to bring up the guitarist because the guitarist had just left, and it was the guy who he'd brought with him from Mudvayne, who he started Hell Yeah with, and um, and PR were really hot on it. And I sat down and we chatted, and after about half an hour, PR came over and was trying to end it, and he was like, "No, go away. We're we're having a good, we're having a really good chat." And then towards the end, I thought, oh, fuck it. I said, oh, what about, you know, so-and-so leaving? He was like, and he was like, yeah, man, I don't want to talk about it. I said, look, I don't blame you, dude. It's, you know, that's got to be really fucking hard to deal with. And he then spent the next 10 minutes talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 because sometimes someone else is saying that that, you know, this is off. This is off uh you know off the table or whatever and what they mean is, what they mean is not for the artist the artist doesn't even know that, that that you're giving that you're receiving these instructions just you know what I mean at yeah. some point the artist goes why is nobody asking me about yeah you know, yeah and it's like ah right okay I get it it's it's off the menu um
1: yeah but yes yeah, so You're I, right
0: I, I think it's how you get there do you know what i mean if you if you have that if you if you can build that kind of that rapport and that and that trust and make and also making somebody feel comfortable enough where they can just you know it, it like for instance exactly what we've done here you know you, you you wander from subject to subject you forget you're in an interview you you're just chatting with some those are the
1: best interviews you know? yeah exactly you know? yeah. exactly so um i will say i will say this though it, it's all about the guest um and you kind of sometimes have to do your research like with david Ellison. you know i've i've listened to a a few other podcasts that i've had him on and have been like yo so uh so dave mustaine and then he just talks about Dave Mustaine. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I am not afraid to ask certain questions. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. and, well, and it's like, you hear I think that you're pushing it's like, against okay. an open
0: door. I think you're pushing against an open door because I've heard him. Um, I, I know he's pissed off that obviously he's pissed off that he'd recorded the whole fucking album. There was, there was absolutely no need to do what they've done. And yeah, and my, well, my guess is, that it's cheaper to have Steve DeRigo playing bass on the album than it is to have Ellison. Simple as that.
1: And, but, and Mustaine yeah. hates, doesn't like Ellison. Like he's never just because he he wants complete creative control on everything. That's you know that story with the song Kingmaker, where that oh, little yeah, bass yeah. thing, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, in the beginning, and Dave yeah, was pissed yeah. <laughs> yeah. about that.
0: Oh, he's oh like, he's been waiting for an excuse to throw him out since then. Oh yeah, definitely, oh, yeah, definitely. That was it. Anyway, look, Brandon. Uh, yet again, we, we we do love talking about Megadeth. Um, I'm going to get you back on. We'll call this part fucking one, right? Because like it's gone off the rails. We've just ended up talking about all sorts of shit, and we've not gotten in. We've not
1: really gone into like you know, uh, your comedy career or any or, or anything. Oh uh, yeah, comedy and, um, career. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I guess there are a couple of things to talk about. But no, this was fun. Listen, man, literally have me on whenever. Ton of fun. Love shooting the shit. Thank you so much for having me on, man. Ton of fun. Ton of fun.
0: I couldn't agree more. You are now listening to the Ton of Fun podcast. So there you go. No rambly intro up the top uh, and no rambling outro because bloody hell, we didn't have to do some talking, didn't we? We had quite the chat. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed that. Really, f- really fun doing it. And like I said, give the podcast a follow, Disturbing the Priest. You can see the video of that interview at the Talking Bollocks YouTube channel. And as always, sign up to fucking Patreon for fuck's sake, will ya? Please? See you next time.